Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome back. It is the afternoon show. Jack Fritz, Elliot Shore Parks. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Buy one, get one free snow crab legs every Tuesday and Wednesday for a limited time. Find a location near you online, chickiesandpeets.com. So you know how... Like when training camp's about to start, you can just feel football's coming back. Sure. When, you know, the leaves start to turn. You know, week one is coming. You have that first, uh, that first. it's probably August, where you walk outside and it's a little crisp. Yep, and you're like, all right, football's oh, coming. Oh, man. So walking into Chickies and Pete's today made me miss football. Yeah, I mean, because you, you live here. Exactly. During the football season, I'm here a lot. I just feel like being in here makes me feel like we should be talking about an Eagles game. Well, we're talking about the Eagles. We oh yeah, we are talking about the Eagles. So but. don't worry, we're we're taking care of that one. Yes. Um, but I thought I thought it was interesting. Um, yesterday obviously was leap day. Um, it was. I have a question for you. Sure. If you were born on the 29th, would you rather celebrate your birthday on the 28th or the first? Would you pick and choose? Like do you have so to pick one. 20, if I was turning 21, the 28th. Okay, all right. to have your first drink, yeah. Right, because I would never drink before 21. Exactly. Yeah. I do love when people, you know, turn 21 and they do the whole joke like, oh, my first drink, look at this, I've never had a shot. Mom, yeah. mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I promise. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. funny every time. Oh, nails it. People nail it. Um, yeah. Did you know what a leap year was before you I did, actually. I saw you guys were confused by this. So it's like an well, accumulation of the extra time or something like that. And I guess, like, you need it because the calendars would flip or something. So my only thing is, and I should preface this by saying, I'm not smart enough to talk about, about this. But why not just make the calendar so it works? <laughs> well, I don't know. Because it wouldn't be a full day. Yeah, I, don't, I guess you But we decide what a full day is. Yeah, Buzz. So why don't you make it a 30-hour day is what you're saying, or just adjust it to whatever yeah, it I'm is? Yeah, I'm saying like, if, if, if we've messed the calendar up to the point that we need to add a day every four years, this seems like a pretty easy adjustment. You'd have to saying? adjust how time is tracked at this point, which seems too late. Well, seems what what is day. it? And how, much, how much extra would you need in, in a day? I don't know. Like make it eight, eight You need eight. an extra 24 hours every four years. All right. Well, you can figure that out. How many di- Four years is what? Like almost 1,200 days? You can, you can figure that out. Are you saying we should eye test the calendar? Yeah. I'm saying if the calendar was messed up a long time ago, maybe we should fix it if, if well, there was the, a result. Imagine if you, schooled, if you turned in a school project and you were like, I made a calendar, but every four years well, we have to add an extra day. The day is Seems based, like bad math. By yeah, exactly, the yeah. day is based upon the sun going up and down. Yeah. Plus, I'm very curious. You know, you, you talk with such confidence back there. You, you seem kind of, when did you turn into nerd? Uh, nerd? <laughs> it's just not that hard to understand. I learned Dude, what a leap day was in elementary school. And also, Dan. Dan I knew what it was in third buzz. grade. You, you say that you say the day is based off when the sun goes up and down. We decided that. Yes. Right. Well, so we could just well, say like, uh, it gets darker earlier. 
we could, but then you could have the sun like, didn't. The sun the didn't su- dictate. If you made the day longer by like six hours, the sun would start coming up again be, for a second time in the same day. Six, it wouldn't need to be six hours. It would probably need to be like eight minutes or something like that. Here's my here's my problem with the leap year, and th- and this is always my problem in school too. Like once people started talking about it so much, I zoned out. Like I, I could tell like, based, on, based on what you knew about like this. I, just, I, I don't really care. Like, yeah. I, it happens every four years. Well, it sounds like people made the calendar didn't really care either. Yeah, it sounds like they were being lazy. <laughs> She's like, let's get this over with. Yeah, yeah it went. Um, but I thought, with the, I thought with it being a leap year yesterday, who in Philly sports is going to take the biggest leap oh, look at you. in 2024? That's that for a radio topic. That's good. And I, I think that there's, um, there's a couple names here. I'm not putting a flyer. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> All right, that's good. What about a union player? Not putting a Quinn union Sullivan? player. Quinn Sullivan? I Quinn Sullivan? Tw- Quinn. Every time you tweet about the union, I think an angel loses the twings. It's just, it's, <laughs> I know you're not, you're not the biggest fan. Um, so Jalen Carter. Okay. Is, is Jalen Carter the, the number one seed for people who th- that, that people think is going to have the biggest well, lead in 2024? I think it's going to be hard for Jalen Carter to match what he did last year. He kind of fell off, but he did at the end. But Jalen Carter's life is going to be a lot more difficult next year without Fletcher Cox next to him. Do you think Fletcher Cox is one hundred percent gone? I did at the end of the season, being in the locker room the last day, hearing the way the Georgia defensive lineman talked about him. Like I think Jordan Davis, and I'm paraphrasing here, essentially said something like, "I'm happy Fletcher gets to go off on his own terms next year. We're going to have to be the leaders. We're not going to be able to lean on him." I mean, he was talking like he's gone, and his locker was completely cle- uh, cleared out. I've never seen it like that, so that felt noteworthy to me. But Howie, speaking at the Combine this week, said he doesn't ever want to see him play in another uniform, and I don't think Fletcher's ready to retire. So He also said at the end of that that I thought was interesting, he said, um, you know, we like the opportunity to bring them back. You know, yeah. He said, like, I don't, want to see, I don't want to see them wearing another uniform, and we'd like the opportunity, if they want to keep playing, to bring them back, which I thought was notable. What's interesting about Fletcher Cox is it feels like for the – last two years when he's been signed in the offseason it was well this is just you know extra pay because he's an eagle how he's too emotional to his guys they've really needed him the last Dude, fletcher, year and they really need him next year fletcher had one of his best years last year. yeah i thought fletcher was really good and if jordan davis we'll talk about making a leap i i just i don't trust jordan davis i think jordan davis is what he is he's what he is it's what he was in college shouldn't be though shouldn't be. i mean he's an nfl player Right. He's not a bust to the extent of a Jalen Rager or Marcus Smith. Like Jordan Davis will be in the NFL for probably eight to ten years. But I just don't think he's someone – he's not going to make Jalen Carter's life easy because Jalen Carter – they're not going to du- double Jordan Davis next to Jalen Carter. My thing with Jordan Davis is, is it going to be this every year where he comes out, he's in good shape, he's hot at the beginning of the year, and then tapers off by the end? Or is he someone that can – like, because he was – there's talk of benching him for Milton Williams at the end of the year. Yeah, he fell off at the end of the year. Um, now, you know, the whole team did. So it's hard to I know. Sing, I single know. him out. But, no, I, I mean, look, I said it when they drafted him. I thought he had a good training camp last year and so showed some encouraging signs. But the bottom line is until he can rush the passer, and the Eagles know this, until he can rush the passer, he is not going to be worthy of that pick. Doesn't mean he's not a good player. Doesn't mean he's not helpful on a winning team. But he is not worth the 13th overall pick until he can rush the passer. Nolan Smith. We talk about making a leap in 2024. They're going to need him. I, I mean, badly. We'll see what happens with with Hassan Reddick. If they do trade Hassan, um, I'm of the of the mindset of I, I would still take one at 22. I would take an edge rusher, but also I, I would go pay a guy like 100. Well, they have to. If they if they lose Hassan Reddick, you can't count on Nolan Smith to give you that production. And, and my my fear is because when Howie talked the other day, he talked about we're going to play the young guys, and I told Nick that we got to play the young guys. Which of the young guys didn't play last year? I mean, they all played. 
Jordan? Nolan Smith would be the one. It's the one. He would right? be the one. I because mean, Keely Ringo played. Like um, now, some of them played due to injury, but your point still stands. They got snaps last year. But they literally moved Nolan Smith's position at, some, at one point. They made yeah, him a made linebacker. him be a stand-up linebacker. I mean, Keely played. Eli Ricks played. Sidney Brown played. Tyler Steen didn't really play. I think that was more performance because they tried to play him in that one game, and I, I don't think it went so well. Um, they played Camp Jurgens. Yeah, well, he started. He started. Yeah. he's the right guard. Like, yeah. like the only when he's talking about playing young guys, the, that just feels like he's talking about Nolan. Nolan Smith. And I do think when they when they traded Derek Barnett and they moved to Matt Patricia, I think the expectation was Nolan would be out on the field. I I actually don't blame the Eagles for this. No, my guess is that that coaching staff now they could be wrong. I'm not going to sit here and defend Matt Patricia, but I think the coaching staff didn't feel Nolan was ready to play. Yeah. And for what it's worth, at the end of the year, they were like in a must-win situation for the final month. I know. So. And I'm not sure. I, I just His size really worries me. I, I, I think he's small. Now, look, in training camp, I was blown oh, away man. by what you were, I, yeah, you were I was Nolan all Smith in. Up. Nolan Smith looked awesome. Now, the question is, is he just uh, you know training camp guy in the way that, because to your point, he is undersized. He's super quick. Um, Howie did say at the combine they thought he had a great playoff game for what that's for, you know, what, that was what, awesome. for what yeah. that's worth. But no, I mean I've not given I've not given up on Nolan Smith. I just think last year the coaching staff did not feel he was good enough to get on the field. My other fear is that he seems injury prone. I mean, he missed time in in, yeah. in training camp. He carried over in the regular season. Carried over in the regular season. He missed time late, I believe, with an injury. Mm-hmm. He missed a lot of time at Georgia with injuries. Yeah, might just be might just be who he is. Now Dickerson was injury prone coming out, but he he, he stayed relatively healthy. He's a guy that feels like he always comes off for a snap, but he's probably played like, you know, 40 straight games or whatever. For sure. For sure. Um, so that's that's the main Eagles, like maybe Keeley Ringo, but I don't know what they're going to do at the, line, at, the, at the cornerback position. I'll be interested to see if they give Keeley a real chance to start. because I, I liked him. I like Keeley Ringo. He's a great athlete. I thought he played relatively well last year, considering he was thrown into a really tough situation. And they did trade up for Keeley. Like, they have shown a serious investment in him. So... I, I would give him a shot to, to go in there and start, but if they're going to invest big in a Jalen Johnson as a free agent or if you bring back Slay or, you know, I think they're, Keely needs to make it through to training camp without a big move being made, but I would be okay at least seeing what he has in training camp. Sixers-wise, Maxi I think, already made the leap. He's made the leap. He's made the leap, and now I wonder, I wonder what the next step is for Maxi. Well, you know, uh, you, when, you, when you told me during the break where, you know, there's a question you had, the first name that really popped to mind for me was Ricky Council. Ricky Council. Yeah, Ricky Council has been awesome. But, look, Ma- Maxi, I think the step, the leap, I should say, he needs to take is he just needs to, he needs to be better being the main guy. I think Maxi, much like Jalen Carter, and more so than Jalen Carter, has proven he is clearly a very good NBA player. He's an elite shooter. He's a streaky scorer. He's been, a, I think, a better passer this year than he's given credit for. A lot of players around him have missed shots. But the team is what are what they are without Embiid, and you know I think like four and twelve or four and seventeen, something like that. You can't be a legit number one max player in the NBA and have your team be four and you know fifteen when, when, when you're the main guy. Like they, he has to be better at carrying the team. I, and, and again, like this is where we differ on that. I just don't know if if, if that's him. I, I don't know if he's a carry the team. Yeah, well, that's the leap though. To my point, like that's the leap he has to make. But how many? Like again, like. Even if he traded him out, like what's the best case scenario for Tyrese Maxey? He's Kyrie. No, I think the best case, honestly, is Dame. I mean, if you look at what okay, Dame, well, they, what Dame has done, they don't, they didn't win anything. Like they, they. No, but that's catch. not. Da- it's not Dame's fault. I mean, they were. He also had Aldridge though. When he went, when he was at his best, it's when he. Yeah, had but Aldridge. they they were like a top five, four seed a lot in the West in a very I'm tough talk, West. I'm too. talking when he when he, it was Dame, like it was Dame's show the last couple of years. They they were like eight seeds. Well. Okay. I, I agree that the Blazers probably did not reach their potential, 
But for what it's worth, he was playing at a time when the Warriors were in the West, when the Dame's Rockets a, were really good. But it's not it's not anti Dame. It's just how many six foot one guards can really carry a basketball team? Like Kyrie can't carry a team when, and, and, when the team isn't. And I don't think Maxi needs to do it for eighty two games because he has Joel. Right. I'm just saying when Joel is gone, he needs to be better than he's been. And he's been pretty good. He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been okay. I, I think he sometimes scores, and I feel I. So I hate when the King, Howard Eskin, says this about Dak Prescott. Empty stats, Dak. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. I, I do think Tyree sometimes feels a little bit like an empty stat guy. Sometimes. Yeah. Like this, uh, the, the game against the Knicks where he scored 35. Yeah. Like, it was the most empty 35. They were down, like, 17 the whole game. Yeah. And when it was close late, he couldn't, you know, make yep. a shot to, to, to bring it close. And for the Phillies, they got three main candidates. I was going to say, I can't imagine how many you have for here. No, I got, I got three main ones. Okay. Uh, Bohmstad and Kirkring. And if I had those three, I think... I think Kirkring's the guy. I'm in that. on Kirkring. Kirkring's going to be good. I, I think. I think last year people are a little too con- concerned about what happened in the Diamondback series, and that's fair. But also, he jumped five levels. So in I, year. I don't think it's fair. So, I mean, look, I, like he wasn't great against the Diamondbacks, but that was his first trip to the postseason. He was good earlier in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it was far more encouraging than disappointing from him. I think there's. I think. I think he's the closer by. Do so you think he is, is, has closer stuff? Yeah, 100%. Okay. And he's working on uh, not to get too into it, but he's got a little uh, two-seam action on his Well, basketball. I've seen some videos on Twitter. Oh, uh, it's moving? Some baseballs that look hard to hit. It's moving. Yeah. It's, yeah. Do you think you could square him up? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Well, I'd have, yeah. I need some luck. But. Now, now, Bomer, you know, he went yard the other day. Swing's yep. looking crisp. I think Stock kind of is what he is. Like, I feel like one of these years he'll hit 300, but he's always going to be 285 to, like, 300 average guy. So let me ask you this. You can probably guess what the question is. But we're talking a lot today about the pressure of being a Philadelphia athlete. Oh, here you we know. go. Why, are there, why is there no pressure on the Phillies I think, I think, ever? I think pressure is ramping up on the Phillies. Is it? I think people are getting there. Oh, I'm curious to see. Yeah, I, I, th- I think people are getting there. Because if the Eagles got no hit in the World Series to blow it and then blew two games at home with a chance to go to you know, the Super Bowl, they would never live it down. Sure. They matter more. Yeah, I'm, I'm just that's what I'm curious to see if we're going to start treating the Phillies like they're a big league club and not just think, you know a, think, a fun go lucky team that dances. Well, they the are. They're, they're the greatest. But um, I, I think this is the year. So where, then, should they be expected to win the division? I think I think they should be competitive in the division. Why? Why? Like, why? why not expected? They have a higher payroll than the Braves. They've beaten the Braves twice in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So why not expect it? We you, we we you wouldn't. Can, you can expect. But we wouldn't just say with the Eagles. Well, the Cowboys are pretty good. Like, no one would say that, right? The expectation would be, well, then Howie has to put together a better roster. Then Jalen has to play better. Then Nick's not the head coach we'd think. But with the Phillies, for some reason, we're just like, well, the Braves are good. Well, yeah, because, so much for that. Because So it's funny. Can't wait till the postseason. We did a Twitter poll yesterday. said, is it a big deal if for the Phillies to win the division? Is it a big deal? Yeah. And if you had to guess, what are the, what are, what are the poll it, results? Was it a yes or no, I'm guessing? Yes. Um, I'm guessing 57% yes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is kind. 
Extreme Minor League affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's 50-50. Wow. So, <laughs> Imagine putting for the Eagles. Is it a big deal if they win the division? Listen, if the Eagles had, had not won the division the last two years and then beat the Cowboys to go further than in the postseason. Eh. That's the leap that the Phillies need to take. Forget the individual players. Their leap they need to take is actually like playing with real expectations think, to win. I think that's here. I, I'm, I, I'm I excited to see. I think you're starting to get your, your wish. I, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> holding the Phillies accountable. Mr. Uh, Parks. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> this is not a surprise, but look who's on the line. The future host oh. of the afternoon show, Spike Eskin. Hello, Spike. You think I was going to let Howard Shore Parks over there get oh, away with Oh, here we go. What up, man? <laughs> well, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. At the, I was listening the first 20 minutes of this show ready to jump out of the window of my car listening mm. to you. All right. Thanks for saying I'm doing a good job. I love you. You're always doing a good job. Thank you, you are. I, you are excellent. I'm a, an Elliot Shore Parks fan and a defender. However, yes. you are wrong here for okay. two reasons. You're 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 very wrong with on the slay thing. Two two main reasons. First of all, you, you're missing on actually on both these. You're missing the context of all of this. First part of the context is he is whining. He is not just. Being a truth teller and saying what it's really like—it's it, not some clip where he's he's being honest and heartfelt. He is whining about getting booed this year because they collapsed. Uh, I disagree it. with That's that. But continue. And, right. and for you to say that he's not talking about social media is wrong. He's obviously talking about both. He's not just talking about the crowd in in there because there are simply not enough moments during the season where they're getting booed hard where it's worth complaining about so the first okay. of all is he's whining and, and so he's not whining him, number one he, no, I'm, yes, you, he is, no he how is. is he whining listen to him i watched like, it multiple like, times his, his i've heard it his vibe elliot his, his entire vibe is not my fault not my fault not my fault that's it that's what he does so what he's doing here is talking about what the reason that he does not perform the second thing is is that just because something is true doesn't mean it's right to say it. You're married, right? Yes. If your wife didn't look good one day, didn't look good as she normally does. I can't even imagine. Does, yeah. Right? W- would you say, you know what? You look good some days, but hey, you don't look. Good. I just, I don't think that's a would fair. Ca- I don't think, but no, I don't think that's a fair comparison, of right? So it, it is the wrong time, the wrong place, and the wrong person to say those. Things. But why? But Th- why? Like he's giving his I, perspective. I but he's giving why. no, no. But he's giving his perspective on what it's like to play in Philadelphia, right? We can't do the whole that you know this is the most passionate fan base in the world, and look at citizens. Like you, the bad comes with that. So whenever players bring it up, we're always like, well, I wouldn't say that. Why? Why? Be, be like when you're not saying it's wrong. You're just saying you shouldn't say it. Yes, there's there's plenty of things that you shouldn't say, and I did say he was wrong. He is wrong. He, he's not he, wrong because 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 it, what he's doing is he's not giving the full picture of what it's like. He is purposely making it sound bad. That like I, I can't believe you don't see this. So you're, you're saying you're, he's not giving the full picture in your opinion. I think he is giving a large perception of what he feels like it's play, what it like what it is like to play in Philadelphia. You don't think it's hard to be an eagle. Else. He's just a, because the, the, the truth is 
is that you can't have this dreamland like St. Louis baseball where everybody cheers when it's good and when it's not, we're like, you know what, we better get them next time. This, this is what it's like. This is, so, and the money is part of it. it the money is not part of it, in it my opinion. It is part of it. I, I, I don't think money changed. Yeah, go ahead. But because, because the reason that he makes what he does is because this is a much bigger deal than it, than it, would, than it was 25 or 30 years ago. It's harder. Right, but the, but the income. Are you once again saying that you're responsible <laughs> yeah, for, you for talking, athletes no. making money? You're talking about saying, your dad. But, I'm, just but, saying, I'm just saying it, it comes along with. No, it. no, but, but, but I get the, your point. He makes more money, but I just and look, I've never made three million dollars a year, so I, I guess I can't speak on it. But I just don't think more money changes like your everyday life in the way of like how you perceive, how you think people feel about you. You were right that when you have more money, your life is easier. Of course, he doesn't have the stresses that we have to deal with. But what he does have to deal with that is regardless of his income is playing in a city where it is extremely hard. And there's a lot of criticism that goes with it. But, but, you, but again, there's also a lot of praise. Like there is, but there, that we have, but, but we can't just ignore. I, I agree with you on this, but I feel like whenever we talk about the praise, like we're okay athletes talking about that, but whenever they talk about the negative, it's like whoa, 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 whoa. let's not go there. Well, like but what they, you should not do. What you should not do is have the, the the biggest collapse in the history of the franchise, and then come out and talk about how the fans are bad. It's just it's bad form. It's stupid. And then he's going to go and complain about what the media is saying or what people are saying now. Like, it's this endless cycle of whining. Like, I just don't want to hear... But I, th- I, think, I think we're just viewing it as whining because we don't want to hear it, right? Like, I, no. like his, his tone wasn't whining. Because it's whining. Of course it was whining. How is he whining? He's talking... He's talking about... He's talking about... true, by the way. Okay, all right. He's talking about what it's like to be an eagle. That, that is what he is talking about. And, and I'll ask you, right? Like, you've, you've been in the city and been in the media longer than I have. Like... Don't you agree that being a Philadelphia Eagle is extremely hard? No. You know what? what? If, okay. if, if, if playing football is hard. That, that's but being, but not playing for the it. Jaguars isn't hard. Being a Carolina Panther yes, isn't super. But playing for the Jaguars is also not rewarding. Yes, like, there's the, yes that, but, but you're ignoring the negative part. You no, are right. Is that, it hard to be on WIP? Of course it's hard to be on WIP. Okay. Would, would well, you leave. want to go on the air and talk about how hard it is to be on WIP? Well, you obviously didn't hear the second segment when me and Jack talked about the thick skin it takes. So, yeah, that's what right. you guys <laughs> but, Why? <laughs> but but you, are, you are right. That, it, look, you are right that I think being a Philadelphia Eagle is better than being a Jacksonville Jaguar. It's better than being a Carolina Panther. Do you want the fans to change? No, I'm not asking them to change. But but, but well, it's we so bad. But, but why, we, why aren't you? But we them can't to ignore that it is very hard to be an eagle because of the pressure that comes with it. Not everyone can just play good, for the Eagles. Things that are rewarding are also hard. Yes, but that doesn't mean they're not That's hard. That's how it that, works. That's yes, how it works. I agree with you on this, but we're we're basically saying to Slay, you're wrong. We don't treat you poorly. Like we're not negative. That's not true. But I'm not saying we're not negative. I'm saying that that. Just because you're being honest about something doesn't mean it's the right thing to say. That's it. But like, that's a different discussion. We're not, dis- we're not discussing whether or not he should have said it. We're talking about what he said. I agree. If I'm Slay, and you know, he clearly is someone, I guess, that sees what the media says, it's probably not worth taking this battle on. But he has said it. And what he has said is that for him and Steven Nelson, who whatever Jack wants to say about him not being a real Eagle, he did, Eagle. he did play here a year, they're telling us that it is very hard to play for the Eagles. But... <laughs> All right. So what do, you, what do you want the result of that to be? Well, maybe a standing ovation. Okay. 
No, look, I'm not saying it's going to change, all right? And I'm not even saying I want it to change. But it we shouldn't could, change. We, but we it, should it, acknowledge it makes it harder. It just does. Like, that no, doesn't mean it... But, 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 but you, you're, you're ignoring the fact that it also provides motivation and it also provides uh, opportunity and it also provides reward. The fact that it is harder because it is better is, is, is one thing. You can't separate those things. You can't just say it's only harder. So, but frankly, I don't think I am separating. I think you guys are separating. No, I'm acknowledging spoils, both sides. The spoils are better. Everything is better because it is harder. That, I 100% like, agree with that. But the, the, well, but the heart. But that's not what he said. But that's not what he said, Elliot. You but what he did say was what, what, him, what him and Steven Nelson talked about was that it is hard Who? to play Who's here. The be- other guy? Steven Nelson, Nelson, former Eagle great. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spike, are you excited to do this every Tuesday with Tuesdays with Oh, Elliot? my God. Tuesdays, like, three to four. Yeah. It's a very well, anticipated segment. I, look, arguing with Elliot is like swinging a bat with the donut on it or whatever. <laughs> like, it makes arguing with everybody else way easier. Well, so, I'll say this. Every once in a while, you luck into a home run with that bat. So maybe you'll be, uh, <laughs> you'll be able to do it one day. All right, Spike. Have a good weekend, Good to buddy. hear from you. All right, guys. See you. There he goes. Uh, all right, I would like excited to, for him to come down. I would like to go through the, to a, a real media market, right? Exactly, a tough media market. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they have this discussion in New York how hard it is to play there yeah, because they all suck. Yeah, well, and also it's not hard to play there. Like they have like twelve teams. They yeah. they do. Yeah, no one's held accountable in New York. I agree. Even, even Yankees fans have gone soft because no one afford, holds them accountable like you do because they can't afford the tickets. You know, I I get a bum rap with the Phils. I hold the Phils very accountable. I just very much look forward to them. Um, <laughs> don't care if they win or lose. <laughs> I do care if they win or lose. I, you saw me in those playoff. You're games. right. Yeah, you were. You watching you at a playoff game was a sight to see. Thank you. It's like not, very like, like off to yourself pacing. The, the the whole Phillies thing is about as it's about as authentic as it gets. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I saw you sit by yourself a lot after game six and seven. Thank you. Uh, I would like to go through uh, uh, big play Nelson's games. Here. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It if does he's a matter. Good it does. Matter. It doesn't matter because twenty twenty one. Like who cared about the Eagles at the beginning of that year? They had no expectations. They're coming off a four win season. So the Niners game didn't matter. Like it was early okay. in the season. I'm excited to hear you just diminish all this. <laughs> well, like, like who was who was booing the crap out of Stephen Nelson? Was it the Niners game, the first home game they'd had in like a year? Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me there wasn't a good crowd? I don't think that. Do you they, remember? they weren't even competitive in that game. Do you they remember? scored like what three points or something? Do you remember? Do you remember how many Niners fans were there? There was a lot of Niners fans. By the way, it was 17 to 11. So. Yeah, but I think they scored a lot late. Um. I don't think that, I don't think there was a visceral reaction to the Eagles in the Niners game because I think expectations were so low heading into that year. I don't think people were expecting them to beat the Niners. Well, they were one and zero, and it was again the first home game since COVID. So, and, and do you remember? Do you remember Nick tried the Philly special? I, you know, so sometimes I have a dream that I'm still like taking the same class. The 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 Nick Sirianni running the Philly special. I can never decide to myself did it really happen or not. It happened. I it's. Yeah, I don't remember it. Like I remember it enough, but the the Chiefs game here, maybe, maybe you got a little bit. Maybe got, I mean, that was when yeah, the defense gave up like three, forty-one points. Yeah. Forty-one points. Tyreek Hill burned them. Yeah, wide open. But like uh, you know, the 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 Bucks game that was Brady. It was twenty-eight, twenty-two. That's when uh, is that when um uh Jannard Avery hit hit Brady late. Yes. Running out of bounds. And that was a game where I think they were down big and maybe made a comeback late. They, like they never really had a real chance Dude, to remember? win that game. Yeah, because Brady was like surgical in the first yeah. half. Yeah. It was a rough day for Gannon's defense. Yeah, once again, a, a good quarterback. Couldn't beat him. <laughs> uh, the Chargers game here was close late. Like That was a good game. That was a game I think Sirianni got flowers thrown at him, right? I thought that was... That was after, uh, or was it in Vegas? I think it was in Vegas. Okay, yeah. I think it was in Vegas. Um, 
Like the again, the Saints game here, they won. But I don't, but I don't get what you're what you're saying. Like, like, I mean, like are you I, saying Steven Nelson is? I'm saying is, is, what was so bad about the 2021 Eagles? Like they started winning by the end. He of He told you that is for his own mental health. He felt he had to leave. I just that was not. But the 2021 Eagles were a low expectation football team coming off a four win season. So I just think you're misremembering that season. That season was ugly. Like when they at when the they be, fell to at two the, at the but, beginning. Yes. They, well, they, they, once they started winning, I agree it was not as ugly. Right. Like I, I just don't know what like Steve I don't know what Steve Nelson's talking about. He's talking about that when he was here in Philadelphia, the pressure of being an Eagle was extremely hard. He even said it's not for anybody. And for what it's what worth, what was the pressure he, on the 2021 Eagles? Dude, we were talking about firing Sirianni when they were 2 and 5. We were talking about Still how they needed <laughs> Okay. But the point I'm making is I think you're you're misremembering the pressure on that season. There, I remember, I think it, that was the year they played. I'm misremembering that, the, yes. the pressure on that team? Yes. What was the pressure on the team? Wasn't that the year they I, – I remember doing the pregame show before their, their game in Detroit against the Lions and Glenn asking me, if they lose this game, who gets fired? We were talking about firing Howie. We were talking about firing Nick. We were saying Jalen's not They didn't the play answer. the Lions in 2021. 2021? No. I don't. I don't think oh, they're right about lines. that. They yeah, <laughs> that was when they turned the season around. Well, they lost forty-four to six. No, they won forty-four to six. That that was when they turned the season around. Man, that was did. after the Raiders game. Yeah, and then so, after, after that, everything was fine. Yes, Stephen but, Nelson. But you're what are you, making what are you complaining about? What he's saying is that when when things were ugly early on, the the ugliness of, of losing in Philly is way worse than it is in other places. And he's played in a bunch of. He played the Steelers, if not mistaken. Steelers. Uh, the Texans, but that was after Philly. But for what it's worth, he's doing this interview now. Like he's played in a bunch, a bunch. So of he played teams. in Kansas City, Pittsburgh, here in Houston. Okay, so Kansas City and Pittsburgh. Houston's not a real fan base, but Kansas City and, and Pittsburgh are. Yeah. yeah, and he's he's saying that losing here in Philadelphia is way tougher than in his other places. Now I'm sure winning is way better, but the whole point they are making is the pressure to win here uh, to when you lose here is very ugly. Sorry to hear it. I'm really sorry to hear that. It's, it's, it doesn't matter if you're sorry to hear it or not. It's the reality. They're telling you the truth. And you know what? Steven Nelson has it one squat. Okay. Because if you can't win here, you can't win anywhere. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. It's the afternoon show. We are live at Chickies and Pete's. Nothing goes better with Philly basketball and hockey than Chickies and Pete's signature menu items. Pre-game, in-game, or post-game, Chickies and Pete's. Dot com. Elliot, could the Eagles be trading Hassan Reddick in the division? Ooh. Don't miss that story next. We'll get back to your phone calls and give us the your most annoying Philly athlete for a chance to win the Jelly Roll tickets. We'll take the best answer at the end of the show. 215-592-9494. It's the afternoon show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.